episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans. This week we're talking about extreme open-mindedness, free will, and reorgs, a monthly wrap from June. You know, I've traditionally done a book review at the end of each month, and I will do that the first Tuesday going forward uh, with additional notes for paid subscribers uh, a few days after that. If you're interested in those, you can, of course, subscribe to uh, the newsletter at productthinking.cc. And I'll be wrapping up each month with links uh, and discussion about articles, podcasts, other good finds from the preceding weeks. And then I will follow that up with a newsletter and a podcast the second week, and then a longer form post newsletter and podcast the third week, and then potentially something completely different uh, on the fifth Tuesdays of the month when those do occur. So look forward to that. But this week, uh, since it is the end of the month, you know we've got some interesting uh, articles and some wrap up from this month. So we'll we'll dive into it. In case you missed it, some of the newsletter posts and podcasts from earlier this month, uh, from product thinking specifically. So creating your product principles, uh, you know, by establishing principles and tenants for your teams and products, you can ensure everyone is aligned around the right priorities and the right frameworks without having to discuss every decision. Uh, But what are principles and why do we create them and why should we? We explored that in a newsletter post and in a podcast episode earlier this month and why they are so important. Uh, It was really, really great discussion and great newsletter. So dove into that a little bit earlier this month. Of course, you can find that wherever you get podcasts and of course at productthinking.cc if you want that. The full form and the full newsletter is for for paid subscribers. So if you want all of that, don't forget to uh, subscribe. And then if you want uh, a little taste of it, of course, you can subscribe to the free newsletter. So don't forget to check that out. Also wrote about extreme open-mindedness. Extreme open-mindedness is the mark of great thinkers, especially great product thinkers. We are never done taking inputs and creating something new. The world is ever-changing, ever-evolving, and we must evolve with it. Our products must evolve with it. Our thinking must evolve with it. We cannot close our minds to what is around us, to the new ideas that surround us, and the possibilities that await. We explored this idea in a newsletter and a podcast episode earlier this month, which was a really good one. Uh, got some feedback that it was a favorite of some folks uh, of all the ones that we've done recently. So definitely check that one out. Of course, uh, that was a free one for all subscribers. So uh, link in the show notes, of course, and productthinking.cc. So check that one out. And the book review from this month, How Innovation Works. You know, I had this one on my shelf for literally almost two years. I purchased it at the beginning of the pandemic and meant to get to it for a while, and I'm glad that I finally did. It has so many elements that I love, a host of stories of innovation from numerous industries, advice for better innovation, cautionary tales of what can go wrong. Uh, Definitely check that one out in 
our exploration and review uh, from the newsletter and the podcast episode earlier this month. It was a great one. I was actually referencing it again. I was at a conference earlier this month uh, discussing a few different topics. So discussing product principles, <laughs> uh, which you know I obviously was talking about a, a moment ago and, and was writing about and also innovation. And so, you know, these topics very top of mind for me and you know, having written about them and then talking about them at this conference. And, you know, this book was a, one of the things that I was drawing a lot from. So definitely check that book out. It was a great one. So those all from product thinking from the newsletter. So Check those out and diving into some additional articles from around the interwebs. If AI is predicting your future, are you still free uh, from Wired? Uh, how much free will do we have? How much are we undermining free will with our own predictions? How much will we undermine it going forward with even more predictions? Fascinating questions to think about. Uh, quoting from it. What is worrying about this argument above and beyond questions about God is the idea that if accurate forecasts are possible, regardless of who makes them, then that which has been forecasted has already been determined. In the age of AI, this worry becomes all the more salient since predictive analytics are constantly targeting people. A second related ethical problem with predicting human behavior is that by treating people like things, we are creating self-fulfilling prophecies. Predictions are rarely neutral. Fascinating stuff to think about. The combining of free will and the predictions that we have, whether it's a, you know, a philosophical debate, a theological debate, or the fact that we're just getting so much better at predictions and how that interplays with free will. Uh, and they give some really salient examples in this article. So definitely check that one out. Another article, how to write an abstract for your conference talk or webinar from Medium. Getting into, <laughs> getting from the philosophical to the very practical advice. Again, I, I mentioned I was at the product-led conference in Las Vegas talking about product principles and innovation as part of my conference talks. Uh, and I needed to write an abstract. And I found this article very helpful in the whole process from thinking about what to write to imagining what would be the most helpful to an audience. So I'm putting it here, link obviously in the newsletter that you can find so for your reference as well as my future reference. So something very practical if you are ever in the need to write an abstract for a talk or an article or whatever it is. Uh, some very good advice in that particular article. Another one going into some of the, the practical advice. Oh shit, you're going through a reorg from every. In my experience, if you aren't going through some sort of reorg uh, or reorganization, once a year, you're probably in the minority. It's just life now like changing your job every two years, refreshing your wardrobe seasonally, rearranging the furniture in your house or your apartment. It's going to happen no matter what. So we just have to deal with it. Uh, unfortunately, almost every organization does reorgs poorly. Uh, I was talking with a product leader at a company a few years ago that took a very product approach to reorgs, understanding employee needs and problems, 
solving them through the reorg and iterating as necessary. I thought that was pretty neat uh, talking to him about this, but I also thought it was very unusual. So don't expect such a thoughtful approach, but this article gives advice on how to think about the reorg that you might be going through and how to approach it in a way that can help you deal with it and cope with it basically. So definitely check that one out. So moving on, uh, some links to some podcasts that I've been listening to and also creating. Uh, First up, Mentorship, Networking, and Managing Managers, a conversation with Ronnie Bergener. Uh, This is one that I actually just published today. Uh, A very fun conversation with Ronnie. We discussed Uh, like it mentions, mentorship, career advice, finding your passion, navigating sexism and discrimination in the workplace, along with building relationships and trust as you start your career. So very fun conversation. Uh, Also dive into the philosophy of sandwiches uh, towards the end. So definitely check that one out. Uh, Another podcast episode, Toby Lukey, Uh, Embrace the Unexpected, so the CEO of Shopify. So Shopify was a rocket ship company uh, that has recently come back down to earth in the market correction. So it was really interesting to hear from Toby on the podcast. He discussed how he views the market correction and how how he isn't overly concerned about how it's impacted Shopify. He also discussed the importance of architecture long-term, both in the physical and digital world. Uh, The idea of long-term thinking also fascinated me, how we should focus on making the decisions now that we'll look back on in 10 years and wish we'd made. And finally, the idea of building intuition. So a whole bunch of different themes from that podcast. I thought it was really fascinating. Next up, diversity, equity, and inclusion with Jenny Mayer co-founder of Collective MFG, uh, another product by design podcast that I did earlier in this month. Uh, you know, in this episode, Jenny and I discussed starting a company, the importance of having diversity on your team, the consequences if you don't, how the tools we use for communication have neglected diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, and what they are doing to fix that at Collective We also discussed how technology can help, but how our value systems and mindsets are even more critical. So it's a great conversation, lots of product management, UX insight, definitely worth a listen. Finally, Bryce Roberts on Indie.VC Lessons, Pioneering Seed Investing, and more, uh, a a Startup Heroes podcast. I found this episode really interesting. I wasn't aware of the history of seed funding and some of the smaller VC rounds and how those came about. So hearing about the early days was fascinating, along with other ways of doing venture funding. Uh, Quoting uh, from the show notes, Bryce Roberts is a co-founder of OATV, one of the formative seed funds. Their portfolio includes Bitly, Figma, Foursquare. At OATV, Bryce also developed IndieVC, probably the most high profile of a fund doing venture differently. So it was worth a listen. Definitely check that out. Uh, You can find all the links to those podcasts in this uh, week's newsletter. Again, productthinking.cc. Finally, a couple other uh, links to some things here, some books that I've been reading. Steve Jobs, 
uh, by Walter Isaacson. I read this a quite a while ago, actually, but for some of my recent articles and conference talks and the newsletter, I have reread quite a bit of it. And uh, again, it was worth going back to the history of Apple and Steve Jobs is absolutely fascinating and worth revisiting periodically. Jobs was obviously a master at product and innovation, and we can learn a lot of lessons from his journey, which can be very salient, you know, depending on where we are at in our product journey and technology journey. So definitely worth revisiting. thought it was great. Also, I'm reading some of the uh, Mistborn series by uh, Brandon Sanderson right now. Uh, so finished The Final Empire and partway through the second book in the series. Uh, I thought the first book was great. Uh, Sanderson always does a great job at world building and has some really interesting plot ideas despite some of the other flaws. Uh, but I find myself really struggling through the second book in this series, which will will probably earn me the ire of many Brandon Sanderson fans, but we'll see if I make it through or if this is as far as I get with the series. I try not to quit on books frequently, uh, but I also don't typically force myself to finish books that I don't find myself moving through quickly. So we'll see. We'll see if I make it through. Finally, other interesting finds, and this is dragonflies. Dragonflies are super interesting. And I published a Twitter thread on this, which I link in this week's newsletter. My son got us going down the rabbit hole on dragonflies, which evolved some 300 million years ago, apparently, and are the most effective and efficient hunters in the animal kingdom. So a whole bunch of other awesome dragonfly facts in that Twitter thread, which you need to go check out productthinking.cc. Check out the newsletter. Subscribe to the free version or paid version, your call, and follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Product Thinking, just one T. And you can follow me as well at Kyle Larry Evans. And we will talk again next time.